This episode of The Movie Men is brought to you by media sales consultant Tim DeArmond. Your source for daily traditional and digital marketing insights and advice. For more information, check out the link posted in the show notes below. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to our miserable little corner of the internet. Ouch. Uh, yeah. Oh. It's, not, it's not actually how I feel. Oh, good. That's, that just came out. That was like, uh, yeah. it was verbal diarrhea, and I apologize for that. That's okay. Um, clean if you're it up. tuning in, thank you. Yeah, I <laughs> clean it up. If you're tuning in, uh, thank you. Thank you for um, accidentally stumbling upon this mm. and not clicking away yet. That's yeah. very generous of you. Or just seeing Frozen uh, 2 and thinking it was actually something good. Yeah, yeah, you're forgiven. Um, so this is a bonus episode. This is sort of a middle of the week. We haven't done this in a while. Um, this is something we do anytime we are reviewing a movie which is currently in the theaters. Um, if you're listening to this a year from now, you will have to just close your eyes and take yourself back a year and pretend that Frozen 2 is still in the theaters um, and that Star Wars is just around the corner and mm. that we're all so very, very excited. Um, yeah, so being a middle of the week bonus episode, really the only thing that's different is the fact that we aren't going to end the episode by talking about what each other watched. Um, we save that for our Sunday episodes, which yeah. there will be another one in just a couple of days. So nice. Hip, hip, hooray. Uh, and over to you, Pete. Yeah. Um, really the only piece of housekeeping I need to cover here. Other than usual, just like, follow, subscribe if you don't already. Uh, leave us a comment if you're capable of wherever you're listening or following us on social media. And um, just a reminder of our holiday prize Patreon giveaway, where we're giving away two prizes worth over $20 a piece. And all you have to do is sign up to support us on Patreon. So for as little as a dollar a month, you're entered in a draw for two prizes with very very good chances of winning yeah so and uh unlike yeah. our last draw you do happen to be 19 years old in order to win this one <laughs> um just because we right. have included the nectar of the gods mm -hmm. um yes but yeah we'll be drawing on december 22nd 2019 mm -hmm. um so if you're hearing this and it's before then head on over to the link that's in the show notes down below yeah. uh and win yourself some goody goody goodness if you like um, chocolate if you like wine if you like chips if you like winning if you like supporting us check it out you said winning and all i could think of with charlie sheen but mm. that's, uh, <laughs> you know anyways uh so uh, we're very excited we're very excited because yes. uh once upon a time we did mm. an episode yeah. about a movie called catch me if you can right uh and that and that episode blew up it that was fire got yeah it's it's like our second highest listened to episode of all time yeah it's up there um, for sure it's it's you know it's approaching on uh, yeah on on well, I don't want to say I don't want to say how many views because if again if someone's listening to it f three years from now and we've got like <laughs> three hundred thousand listens per episode then they'll right. be like oh really that's unimpressive but or for th um, from three three years from now it's not available because we've been taken down we don't want to yeah 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 because we've been blocked out by you know the <laughs> corporate overlords uh, welcome back to the show Emily. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I've I've been yeah. sitting here silently, but that that last piece of information I did not know about. So 
Yeah, you are. I feel are, a little weird uh, about being popular like that. You are That's, podcast uh, gold. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it was me or do you think it was the movie though? I definitely think it was you because I, I don't. Of all the movies we've done, Catch Me If You Can, although a good film, is not like it's really not all that. Not the most interesting so, of all the episodes. No. So two things, two things. All that to that, Brady, you're wrong. It's one of the best <laughs> movies of all time. But second. It is kind of a fringe indie movie. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, not the most known. Emily, she's she's well known in many circles. So I, I, I think it's deal. clear yeah. why it was popular. I'm pretty sure like 90% of the people who listen to that episode also really enjoy cookies. And so mm. I think there's maybe... <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Emily, Emily's like the, the cookie wizard. Um, <laughs> and so... You know, yeah. So, uh, once upon a time, there was a movie by Disney called Frozen, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I was can't recall. Yeah, hmm. which was a which was a good movie, a very good movie, um, but uh, arguably way more popular than any animated film had any right being. Like the success of this mm-hmm. film yeah. um, and the legacy that it had was astronomical. Um, I just want to, I've got a couple of quick numbers here for us. Mm. Um, so the original Frozen was made for $150 million. Okay. I don't know what um, a typical animated budget is. I don't know a typical a, a typical animated budget is probably a little bit less than that. Okay. Um, $150 million is is a pretty decent budget for a film for a film hmm. um but it being but it being disney they've got a little bit more um you know junk in the trunk when it comes to to budget um <laughs> that was not the right term i'm not but sure anyways. if that term means what you think it means mm-hmm. no i do not think that means what you think it means yeah. um but uh yeah so the film domestically mm. made 1.2 billion dollars wow which for an animated film now more now we're in an era now where more and more films are joining the billion dollar club that used to be like this super ridiculously insane um achievement uh and it's becoming less so but for Mm. an animated film for a for the newest disney princess film that was that was a very big deal Hmm. um so if you factor in if you take out uh, the cost of the film at 150 million um and you take out um the theaters the theaters take a big chunk the theaters actually take about a third um of the ticket sales Hmm. um and then there's some marketing and there's some this that and the other thing disney's take home Disney's honey out of this whole first film that they made uh, was about four hundred million dollars wow. of just like of just spending change. Like here's a dump um, truck full of cash. Just yeah. Yeah. So at, at which point there was never a moment when this film was not going to get a sequel. <laughs> Never, um, yeah. because because <clears throat> like and and I hate to I hate to to squash anyone's perception <laughs> of Disney. Disney's a company. Oh no, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say they're sharks. Yeah. They're, right, and, they, and 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 well, yeah. and especially like now with the the um, acquisition, the the purchase of um, both Fox mm. and they have Marvel and now they have Star Wars right. and all of this. Disney is a business. Yeah, Disney mm-hmm. makes 
feel-good movies, but they don't make those movies for you to feel good. They make those <laughs> movies so that you come and and purchase right. tickets, right? Yeah. Um, and and not just because they're hungry, hungry money or money hungry monsters, um, but because uh, these films. I mean, there's a lot of people who work at at, at Disney. Um, so just like you go to work and pump gas every day, these people mm. go to work and they. Um, you know, wear mouse ears, and that's how they—that's <laughs> how they support their family, right? They depend right. on the, the the business to be successful, mm-hmm. which means, which is why you see a lot of movies where the film's not super great, right? Um, and nobody wanted really wanted the sequel, but the first one made a crap ton of money, mm. and so then they make a sequel. Right, yeah. because money is money is money, and even if mm-hmm. even if the sequel, like even if if Disney makes Frozen two, like they did, and their take home is three hundred and seventy five million, they make twenty five million less dollars, which from a chart says, hey, people liked this one less. By those numbers, if they make a third one, they're still going to have probably three hundred and fifty million dollars, but they're still going to make it. Like, it's just, it, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Pixar is kind of a rare example. Pixar is the company that goes, no, until we have a really good story, it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not, not worth, worth just it. producing yeah. a sequel. Right. Um, which, which is they apply to all of Yeah, which they apply to all of their films except for the Cars franchise. We don't know what, like, <laughs> we don't know what's going on there. That was, um, that was a, yeah. Mm. But yeah, so well Frozen played. 2. Mm-hmm. Frozen 2. Um, yeah. Frozen 2, it's doing well as far as Rotten Tomatoes. The audience has given mm. it a higher score. Okay. As the usual. critics have given it mm. a lesser score than the than the original. Sure. Um, so the audience supposedly likes it more. The critics like it a little bit less. What's interesting, I think, is is the, the box office numbers. Mm. Um, so like I said, the first one made $120 billion, not $120 billion, <laughs> $1.2 billion. Mm. Um it had an opening domestic weekend of I'm looking at the wrong one. Had an opening domestic weekend 130? of two of two hundred and forty three was the first one. Oh okay. two hundred and forty three million or two hundred and forty three thousand on its opening weekend. What? No, million. What, what am I doing here? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that's My that sucks. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it made They made a bunch uh, of IOUs and uh yeah. <laughs> it made two, it made 243 million on its opening right. weekend domestically which right. is which is big well, that's a um, lot of coin yeah the second one however has only only made 130 million on mm-hmm. its opening weekend that's yeah. surprising so that's, that's considering it's a sequel that you know mm-hmm. everyone was that's obsessed with half. the first one and and considering it came out around thanksgiving like yeah. when yes. a large audience would have some potentially some time off to go see the movie yeah yeah specifically Um, children yeah it is worth noting though uh like that's just the opening weekend and uh so this film came out on november 22nd Mm. uh it's currently december 5th as we are recording and releasing this uh episode and the film uh worldwide domestically it's sitting at three hundred thousand, so it's it's basically doubled that number um worldwide this movie's sitting at 753 or 753 million dollars uh three quarters of a million or of a billion well i just i'm not in the numbers (laughs) game today i can't um yeah, three okay. seven seven <laughs> seven hundred and fifty million dollars, right. uh, and it's only been out. It's only been open for two weeks. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so this this film has got some legs left in it. It's definitely going to cross the billion dollar mark again. It may surpass the original, um, and it also once again only had a budget of 150 million. They made it for the same amount. So any okay, um, That's presumably wow. presumably, and this all I mean this kind of depends on whether the marketing campaign for this film was more or less. Arguably, it could be less because you've got uh, you've got sort of the reputation of the first one um, to to you know give you those that extra push. You, you're not you're not spending as much on marketing because you're not introducing a new independent property. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in theory, the more this film makes above the original one point two billion dollars of the first film, is just additional profit for them. Right. Um, at which point, I believe, regardless of whether they should or should not, uh, they are going to make a Frozen three. Oh, it's it's happening. Yeah, don't you? Think? Um, so I'd probably, some, yeah. there's more money some, to be made. They'll do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, anyways, moving forward, uh, spoilers. Spoilers ahead. We are going mm. to. We haven't really spoiled anything yet. We just talked about numbers, um, but <laughs> we, we're going we to talk we about. We told this people film. it made a lot of money, and that might spoil the movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're going to talk about this film as if you are the concession stand worker that stands at the front of the theater and watches the film instead of actually serving popcorn at the counter like you're supposed to. Um, So if you haven't seen it and you don't want to have this spoiled for you, um, you know, if you don't want to know that both Elsa and Anna die, then that's, you know, just got to find out sometime. yeah, maybe wait and come back. Um, Han Solo also died, mm. uh, but you know, not in this movie though. No, not in, not in this film. But I feel like that's you know, it's been out long enough. So, uh, what did you guys think of this movie? Oh, Pete wants me to go first. Yeah. Um. So I so I enjoyed it overall. I I mean, you can't sit in a theater and watch a movie like that without enjoying it. Um. Mm. But I have some beef. I definitely yeah, have some beef, uh, so I don't know if you want me to just get right into, into that. I'm, or... I, so basically, I, I would say start by telling us your expectation. Like, did you, I, I think it goes without saying, everybody went into this film with high expectations. I think it's hard, especially with the crazy success of the first one, how everyone's, everyone involved in creating this is going to feel that pressure mm. so like yeah will it will could it have ever been good enough to meet our expectations oh, I, D- I disney am... had yeah. disney had an insurmountable task going into yeah. this film so mm-hmm. i think they did i think they did some some things right i i guess expectation wise i so i'm a big fan of character development mm. Um, I think if you're not going to develop your characters anymore, then, then I don't want, I'm not interested. I don't want to see more of the same. Uh, I want the characters to learn and to grow. Um, I felt some characters did and others almost went backwards in this movie. Uh, so that was a disappointment. Hmm. Uh, so I can talk more about that. But I guess expectation-wise, I tried to go into it with little expectations because I just didn't I didn't want to be disappointed. Mm. Um, because, I mean, we love this movie. We all love it. Even if we don't want to admit it, we right. love it. Right. Uh, so, yeah. The first one. The, the first, first one. one. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, all that 
like disappointment or whatever aside, it's 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 nice to see the characters again. It's nice to oh yeah kind of yeah just hey what are Elsa and Anna up to? What's what's going on in their world? Mm-hmm. And so yeah yeah I mean you can't you can't watch this and not enjoy it right but um particularly like I don't know uh, Anna Anna went backwards a step or two i think mm. in some ways for me okay. I, I i feel like her relationship with Kristoff um in this movie i don't know what they were doing that was this running gag about yeah. about Kristoff trying to propose yeah. and failing miserably and her just completely misunderstanding him all yeah. the time like there was one line where he was like in 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 different circumstances this would be really romantic right and she says Wait, you mean with someone else? Yeah. And I'm going, what? Like, obviously, that's not what he yeah. meant. That was, the, like, one of the stupidest lines in the whole movie, I think. I was like, she's a smart, caring yeah. individual. She would not she misunderstand would not him that. like that. No, it so, kind of felt like those lines should have been reversed. I, yeah, well. or just, I, I think in the first film, I think what people, what captured people about the first film was that we learned what love is not. Mm. It's not um, this love at first sight, marry someone you just met, right? Yeah, no thing. kidding. Uh, and, and it showed us that that's ridiculous. That's, yeah. that's an unrealistic expectation mm-hmm. of love and relationships. Right. And I really felt it, they missed an opportunity in this film to show what a healthy relationship does look like. Right. Instead, they just diminished Anna and Kristoff's relationship to this like comical sound bite that was supposed to be part of the comedic relief and I thought that was a missed opportunity it was they what they showed was just like an emotionally an emotional relationship stuck in a rut of just comedic relief like you're right like nothing actually progressed in their relationship throughout the movie and it there are certain ways if you want to go the comedic route that it could be done, but it was just it was more just emotionally taxing to be like, oh, here we go again. Here's mm-hmm. another misread cue or another misread sign. And I mean, it was funny. Like Kristoff failing to propose that is funny, mm-hmm. but like he picked the worst times to try and do it, and right. and it was just kind of even his song that they turned into this like 80s. it was it was a parody ballad yeah. or something like that. Like right. they, it was like this oh funny song. Like if you listen to the lyrics, mm-hmm. he has feelings, right, and. And I would have loved to have seen his feelings validated. Right. Because at the end, he was just like, oh, it's okay that you ditched me mm-hmm. and didn't care about my feelings. Mm-hmm. My, What did he say? My love isn't fragile, I think. He uh, said, my love isn't fragile. It's okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that you say my love isn't fragile. I love that you're not falling apart. But also, hey, Anna, it's not cool mm-hmm. to just ditch me like that. And right. I wish they could have had a conversation about that and how... Right. It's not okay to leave the person that you love behind and right. not think about them. Right. So, like, hey, Anna, <laughs> do, like, what are you doing? Do two wrongs make a right, though? Because something my wife read online and she noticed when we saw the movie is that at least it's a bit of a role reversal. Like, yeah. at least he gets left behind and Anna goes on to kind of, like, move along with the main protagonists to try and solve the problem and not just the stereotypical let the women stay home and make snacks yeah. while the men run off and the women are home like emotionally like oh why'd they leave me i appreciate the attempt sure okay but i do think to some degree in this day and age we seem to be 
overcorrecting. Right. So I, I don't think two wrongs make a right. Okay. I think I think Anna should have been held accountable to to that. Okay. In some way, it oh, could have it could have been a mature conversation. It didn't have to be a, a stupid fight, like because I hate that. Like, yeah. hello, characters, you can you can Talk. have a conversation, an adult conversation, and right. and come out of it okay. Right. Uh, so I don't know. I I kind of what was great about that first film was, hey, this isn't realistic, mm. um, and so this time they had that chance to kind of show here's what a realistic situation would look like, um, right. and they. They right. just didn't. They didn't. Right. So that that okay. was a disappointment for me, I guess. But hmm. all right, yeah. Pete, what were your initial? What's sort of your initial uh, opinion of the movie? Um. So I mean, I'm not going to make a lot of friends on this podcast. I mean, by friends, I mean listeners, being <laughs> friends of mine. But those um, are our only friends. <laughs> the um. I guess I didn't have that high expectations going into it because I think Frozen 1 isn't that great of a movie. Um, oh, I think wow. it's really overhyped. Mm. Um, it's I, like I'm, I'm not going to go on here. The old man in the room like I enjoy dancing, not dancing, but singing along to Frozen 1 and like I'll watch it. I'm not saying like bah humbug, <laughs> cast them all into the fire, but I'm just saying it at its core. It's just a weak kind of movie that really isn't that spectacular compared to other movies in general and other Disney movies. Um, so I wasn't going into it saying, gee, this Frozen 2 better be just as good as Frozen 1 or else I'll be heartbroken. I went in, paid my money at the theater, and I enjoyed the time. I watched it with my wife and a friend. And then after the movie was done, I said, well, there it is. Time to go home. And that's emotionally all I needed from this movie. It met the expectations. I thought it was, I think Frozen 1 was better, obviously, than Frozen 2. But um, I went in with low expectations and I wasn't disappointed. And that's my hot take about the Frozen series. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Brady? Well, all right. Brady, what, what did you think about Frozen? Because you just recently saw Frozen 1. And then what do you think about Frozen 2 specifically? Yeah. So, I mean, I just watched Frozen 1 uh, really for the first time this week. Oh wow! Um, uh, or I guess just last week. Sure. Um, I I started. I think I mentioned this on the show once, uh, several episodes back. I I set out to watch it um, at one point a couple years ago, um, but it was like uh, the end of a miserable, like a like a double shift type of thing. Mm. It didn't matter what movie was on. I was not going <laughs> to stay awake. Right. So I got about, you know, Did we? I was I, like, was that at our house? Did we try? And no, watch no, it was. No, that was Pocahontas that I didn't stay awake through. At your Please, house. Oh, that's um, another. Argument. No, that was Mulan. Oh, that. Right. Mulan. Yeah. I tried to get Mulan. you to watch Mulan. Yeah. And uh, you see. Okay. Failed. Yeah. Both uh, movies well, are better you know, than Frozen, by the way. It's because I'm saving myself for the non-musical, non-dragon live action one. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> blasphemer. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, so, anyways, um, just watched the movie this week. Cool. Um, and Pete, I will agree and disagree with two of your points about the original film. Sure. Yeah. Um, I do think the original one is great. Okay. Uh, but I do also think it is incredibly overhyped. Yes. Um, yep. I I think the first Frozen is an amazing movie. Um, I don't think any film is actually like maybe with the exception of, you know, 
the global accomplishment that is something like Star Wars or the MCU. Mm. Um, I don't think any film deserves the longevity and the um, the praise that Frozen got. Like in in my mind, right. it reeked of Avatar. It was like Avatar all over again, mm. except Avatar is a, is just not a good movie overall. Um, right. But it was it was a film that. You know, okay, and it's sorry, good. Actually, do you mean like I'm just trying to clarify with you? Like, you mean Avatar: The Last Airbender, the M Night Shyamalan movie? Is no, that... no, no. I mean, I mean James Cameron's Let's Let's oh, Combine I'm so sorry. Pony Tales and Now yeah. We're Having Sex kind of thing. Yeah, that... no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I, yeah, that so, movie sucks for clear for. for yeah, so I, I, it, it just you know it was it was for the longest time, it was, um, it was everywhere you looked. Um, oh, and yeah. it was super heavily like it, I don't think there's been a Disney film, maybe with the exception of Toy Story, mm-hmm. that has been quite as merchandised as Frozen has. Yeah, like right? there Frozen are Frozen recorders, Frozen, you know, and, and I mean, yeah. Toy Story lent itself to merchandise really, really well because yep. Toy Story was a film about toys, toys. So making toys about yes. toys. Like it, like it just it was a natural you have to thing to do. Yeah, um, you know. But so, anyways, all of that aside, I went into this film with uh, monstrously high expectations, but fearfully so. I went in with really high expectations that I doubted they were going to be able to. Okay, maybe not expectations. I had I had low expectations, but I was holding the film to a high standard. Okay, right, yeah. because I was like, Frozen, Frozen One is so good. If you're going to follow it up, you better have an ace up your sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, like, why'd you come? Like, uh, like otherwise, you know, what was what was yeah. the point aside to make money? You dirty, greedy bastards! <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I think it's fu- I think the second one is funnier. Hmm. Okay. Um, I I laughed more during the second one. I, th- mm. I specifically, um, Olaf has a uh, a C three PO scene where he's like recounting the story up until this point. Oh my right. gosh, I forgot about that. And yeah. that was so funny. And it that, wasn't even just yes, his. It was. It wasn't even just his dead. recounting of it. It was the soldier's reaction. The right. fact that he was like, "Oh God, Anna!" Like okay, this whole yeah. like. That was know, actually so, very good. You're right. I'm that laughing again, on. remembering it. That's You're right. true. Yeah. So yeah. that's spot on. That was really funny. Um, yeah. Uh, it, the mu- So visually, I think this is a more beautifully stunning film. Yeah. There's so, a so lot I, of yeah, okay. um, there's a lot of like these sort of psychedelic dream magic sequences. There's like a couple of them during songs um, that have you know these typically a black background, but within these beautiful, brilliant, like Fantasia styled um, splashes of color and and all of this stuff. And it was it was mesmerizing. It was stunning. Watch. I that yeah. would have been yeah. that was one of my points that i would have come back to too so i'm glad you mentioned it because uh i would say it's it's more beautiful than the first film yeah yeah. visually by by a lot yeah like it's beautiful i i would say musically musically there were some really good songs um there were some songs that i really enjoyed but i don't think the movie has a, a a definitive 
let it go moment or a definitive do you want to build a snowman moment and that's um, hard it's, to it's, match it's, it's, it's got it some yeah. really great songs but none of them have been st- none of them are stuck in my head the way no. that like i hadn't seen fro i went you know i've gone five years without seeing the first frozen i know most of the words to do you want to build a snowman yeah oh yeah yeah. Like, so, I can't say the same. I, I would say the closest that they come in this movie is show yourself when mm, Elsa is yeah. discovering who she actually is. And she has this whole, you know, and, yeah. and so that song maybe, but, oh, but I was going to say only, the other one, but, I, but I, and the only reason I would say show yourself is because show yourself was like the great thing about, do you want to build a snowman and let it be, or let it be, let it go. <laughs> Was movie. that those two songs had um, repetitiveness to it, right? Which made them yeah. catchy. Which made them a okay. There's a clear tagline to this mm, song. Yeah, there's repetition I, here. I I didn't feel that in any of these. Like I said, the most I felt that was in "Show Yourself." Yeah, um, I yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But none of the other songs really. You know, I didn't go like I, I didn't walk out humming anything. Right. Mm. I, I, I was almost more like if anything was caught in my head, it was almost the the siren or siren calls um, that that Elsa follows into the into the forest. Like that, but was, that was to me part that was of one of the more, songs. Yeah, it was part of one of the songs. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just as a whole, there was no. You know, kind- there's a moment. There's a moment in this movie when when Elsa's having her like you see the ice sculptures and she's 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 seeing all this like information into the past kind of moment um, and there's a small snippet of her singing "Let It Go" like you hear that kind of like quick little sound clip of it um, and that was actually the most enjoyable musical moment of the movie for me was was a a three second callback to the last film. Mm. Hmm. Well, I'm going to disagree. Bring it. Bring it on. So uh, I would agree, though, that it's the, the songs are not as strong as the first film. Yeah. Um, I'm not I. sure uh, how. Again, it's that it's that everyone has such high expectations of this film. So mm-hmm. it's kind of I wonder if to some degree they were kind of nodding to us parents and saying hey we're making this one not as catchy so that you don't want to kill yourself every time that you hear it right uh, or and that your kids aren't going to be singing it at the top of their lungs every every minute but and even just from a creative perspective maybe there's just an acceptance of we're not going to match it anything yeah. like it would be forcing it to match that hype level let's just do what we want to do yeah so let's let's make the song so i i would say I mean, Idina Menzel is freaking amazing. Oh. I love everything that she does. Yes. So yeah. her, there's no um, lack of um, using her ability in this movie. I right. don't think like she um, she hits those high notes uh, strongly as usual, mm-hmm. and they definitely took advantage of of that. Um, but I think they they. They used the songs to tell the story that they were telling rather than mm. it was like the songs were written after the story was rather than the songs first. Um, right. So it was like 
they weren't as relatable maybe Mm -hmm. uh let it go was this great anthem of like i am who i am and take me or leave me uh where you didn't really get a lot of that in this this liberating song yeah it was this like i'm gonna do what i want to do and people can't hold me back anymore Yeah. yeah um and i think like brady you were saying that maybe this film didn't deserve all the hype or the first one didn't deserve all the hype that it got. I would say maybe not, but it's clear why it got the hype it got because uh, the kids love it, but also us parents loved it because it gave particularly our girls hmm. uh, something else to aspire to, uh, something not love-related. Yeah. Uh, like that particular being in love with a man related Mm. thing um and just like don't let other people squash you don't Hmm. don't let somebody else tell you how you should be uh so there were those two strong messages i think for typically girls i will say are you know obsessed with disney princesses but i've seen i mean we've seen more and more these days that boys are obsessed too and i think that's great yeah um but it was nice to have that um those female role models doing things that we were actually proud of as parents. So I think that's why it was like a catalyst. (laughs) So like not only do the kids love it, but the parents love it too. So yeah, sure. I'll buy you that Elsa doll because Elsa's cool and she doesn't need a man to, you know, (laughs) live her life or whatever. I think that's why it it was what it was. It was the first time we had a character, a Disney princess who didn't end up, marrying a man or mm. or even oh, being sure. interested yeah, exactly. in one. Yeah. like like how, a, yeah, that was so like very, wow so good yeah how so very refreshing in the first frozen that nobody ends up with a prince right yeah. well um, i mean yeah. anna and christoph and, and but the, and like that that's yeah. well yeah but they're but not in like a, okay now we're you know it wasn't the whole point of the story mm-hmm. and, no no and, no so so i have yeah. a question about christoph um okay Actually, I have I have a couple of Frozen questions, um, mm. and th- this is coming from someone who's who's new to Frozen this week. Sure. Question number one. Okay. Are we are we all just collect like Arendelle in general? Mm-hmm. Are we all just collectively? Have we all collectively decided not to talk about the fact that Kristoff is clearly mentally ill? Um, and like at no point at no point does anyone actually flat out say stop doing the voice for your your reindeer like uh i think it's just he i mean he grew up without other humans around uh i I guess i i give it a pass i give it a pass it's cute yeah i think it's cute it's endearing yeah yeah i guess um, you obviously never grew up with reindeer. <laughs> I didn't. This no, is coming through. Reindeers really are better than people, Brady. Yes. I didn't have. I heard that it. somewhere. Yeah. That's uh, what is that a thing? Yeah. No. It, it, it's uh, one of his songs in yeah. the first movie. Yeah, in the first movie. Oh, okay. And the second. Uh, What's the next question about Kristoff? Uh, well, I, this the second one isn't so much a question about Kristoff. Okay. Um, actually, now I'm having trouble remembering what the question was. Hmm. Well, um, you, I, I can talk about something. Yeah, go ahead. Think go ahead. That. I think a problem I had, and this is just kind of actually feeding off your point, Emily, about how there was really no character development. Like nothing mm-hmm. really changed. Mm-hmm. And why have a story about that? 
it just and um, it just it just really bothered me. Elsa was a prime example of that. She was exactly the same. Like it was another movie where she pushed people away from her. Like literally in this case, pushing Anna away. Mm-hmm. Like we had learned nothing from the first movie of they had spent their entire lives since their parents died and Elsa emotionally pushed Anna away and realized, okay, that was at the end of the movie, that was the wrong thing to do. Like true love, our true love can overcome these things. We need to work together. Mm-hmm. And then literally they find themselves in a problematic situation. And instead of embracing Anna's help, she literally pushes her away. Yeah. Like and physically, literally. Like physically, but. literally. And it's problematic. It's detrimental to Anna, specifically to Olaf. And I just mm-hmm. found it from a character perspective, like nothing has changed. And also just very selfish. So anyway. But do you think Anna could have helped though? Like I, I do feel like to some degree this was hmm. Elsa's journey. Uh, because Anna, as much as mm. Anna loves her, she yeah. would never understand what it's like to have powers and grow up trying to conceal those powers and I guess. and you know so I, I I wonder though it probably could have been handled a little yeah. better. It, it raises but. a fundamental question of, you know, how do you, do you exclude someone who's emotionally trying to support you and, you know, maybe she brings her along and then there's maybe some time she has to stand on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you're well, right. the it way probably Anna could have been ditched Kristoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I yeah. Mm. I've I think one of the big w- point on that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the big weaknesses of this movie um, is actually what they, you know, what they decide to do with Elsa and Anna in the sense that like mm. when the movie starts out, they're together. Okay. Um, and that's a lot of fun. They've got this really great chemistry together. Mm. Um, and it's fun to watch the two of, you know, these two, um, on screen together right. and then about halfway into the film we decide well we're going to separate them we're going to take away okay. you know they spent most of the first movie separated mm-hmm. and so now instead of showing you an adventure where they're together well we're going to separate them again because that way we can add mm. to what in my opinion was an already kind of convoluted storyline like they yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Let's talk about the They constantly moved on to another plot point before properly developing mm. or really giving us enough detail to satisfy us about you know what they were talking about. The one the moment to me between Elsa and Anna that stick out is this like amazing chemistry moment. The moment where I was like, "Yes, I buy this relationship and I want to see more of it. I want to see as much as you'll give me." Is pretty much right before they separate them. Is when uh, Elsa hmm. says to Anna, "What are you crazy? Don't go running after me into fire." And Anna mm. says, "If you don't want me to run after you into fire, then don't run into fire." <laughs> like this, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, it was this kind of like go, snarky, so. sarcastic kind of thing. But yeah, it was ultimately this. Hey, I'm not, I'm not losing you again. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting you just run off and risk yourself. I'm your sister. I'm, uh, you know, we're together. We're in it, you know, this kind of thing. But yeah, so plot wise, I mean, it's not, it's not a story. The the first film didn't, didn't leave any questions, at least Mm. not any questions that we, we really wanted answered. So the movie, essentially the whole plot of this film, right? Like the, the, the subtitle of this film could be, Frozen 2, <laughs> Why Elsa is Magic. 
why yeah. she has powers. Right. Um, which, which I is think interesting we because honestly, about. I sure. didn't want see, but I was like, I finished the first movie and it didn't, it never even occurred to me. I was like, oh, okay, right. she's, you know, she's just had she, she been had she been born in in you know northern New York State, she'd end up at Xavier School for Gifted Children. She's she's <laughs> yeah. a freak. It's you know it's it is what it is. That's how mm. she was born. Yeah. Um, it didn't. It, yeah. At no point did I go. Okay. Well, WTF? Like why? Mm-hmm. Why is she this way? Um, and so they show that to us. But they they they, you know, I think I think this film's biggest weak point. Like okay. I was I was okay with. Um, it was okay with them showing us, you know, how she got her powers. That was kind of cool. I, it, I was okay with seeing this whole, you know, your parents' ship didn't go down where you really thought it went down. Um, I was okay with these two separate families that it turned out her mother was part of one tribe and her father was part of the other. That was cool. Uh, I was even sure. okay with Olaf pulling a Peter Parker and doing the whole, I don't feel mm. so good, Mr. Stark like that, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that was, which I mean is essentially just a carbon copy of that oh, scene. He's yeah, like for sure. dusting away and she's holding him and he's like, I don't mm. want to go. I don't want to go. Um, mm. But what I didn't even, that did d- not even cross my mind. It didn't, but it totally <laughs> but makes. Really? Yeah, it's no, a good. It's, it's, I'm watching. Good I'm watching it, going, "Holy crap!" He's getting like. <laughs> he's this fading is, away. This is in in the MCU timeline. Mm-hmm. Thanos just snapped. That's where yes. we are. That's, yes, you know, exactly. Um, and but now that you say I, that, yeah. I but the moment for me. That was, you know, I was, I was cool. Okay, there's these four spirits, and that's really cool. And there's a fifth spirit, and we're gonna go looking for that fifth spirit, and that's really cool. And the main, like, I feel like the main plot twist in the first film, mm-hmm. I loved the fact oh, yeah. that the fact that this Dudley Do Right boyfriend, who sure. we've known for 20 seconds, and yeah. now you know we're talking about the dowry mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and, mm-hmm. and, and it turns out that he's, spoiler alert a total dick like yeah. to me that was like i think I, he's I misunderstood like, no, no shut up no, no i'm, I'm no, totally no, just kidding no. <laughs> total joke. but yeah there's when that happened <laughs> i was like what yeah, oh for sure none of us saw what? that one coming like what? he and then he like in, goes in, in for the kiss film. and backs away and you're like pardon yeah what? you're like yeah, yeah. <gasps> absolutely yeah absolutely and so but then in this film they're like okay we're looking for the fifth spirit and it's gonna be this mm. whole ordeal and we're yep. gonna find the fifth spirit and you know what never mind Elsa's the fifth spirit right. and i went what okay. like yeah. i didn't ha- i didn't have that this is amazing holy cow i didn't see this coming now i didn't see it coming i didn't see it coming but that's because i think it's stupid like I, it just didn't. It, it just okay. took the well. It it just took the whole mythology of this world and mm. kind of feels like it. It changed everything and kind of flipped it on itself. And mm. and yeah, the first film was a film about a girl that had powers, and 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 there was magic in the in in this universe. Um, but that was kind of the extent of the disbelief that they asked you to to have this film it's like okay just go with us like just you know just trust us okay just see you know we've got we know this seems kind of strange we know we're throwing a lot at you just go with us it'll make sense in the end and then the end comes and you go well it makes sense but i i don't i don't see why you did that it really did seem like they were 
pulling it in too many directions. And I definitely, I left the theater a little confused. I'm not mm. going to lie. I left going, wait. So the whole time mom was part of the tribe, which by the way, I'm, so <laughs> right. I'm not one of the people that's mad at Frozen 1 True. for quote whitewashing. Mm. Uh, apparently there was complaints about how everyone in this film is white. Hmm. I don't oh, understand that. Like, come on, guys. We're we're in what Norway? Nor yeah, no, somewhere. Everyone Nordic, in Norway yeah. is white. Exactly. <laughs> they're Espe- they're very blonde, very yep. pale people. Okay, yep. it's especially we, medieval times when yeah. nobody has freaking immigrated. You yeah. are, no genetic mixing at all. So I'm sorry, whatever. but yeah. I'm not mad in, at in, it. No. In, in the 1300s, if you go to Africa, everyone has black skin if sure. you go to europe everybody has white skin if mm. you you know like that's just the and i mean way have we been mad at is. disney for that before like i just feel like we're mad at no. a lot of things so anyway mm-hmm. I, i'm not mad at that sure but Pardon, i yeah. felt like they it's it was like they tried to write that wrong in this movie mm. by including these natives mm. a um, tribe, yeah. incidentally at thanksgiving but, but like yeah. Which Mom didn't make is any sense. apparently like, these... one of them, mm-hmm. but she doesn't look like one of them. Right. No. So, and geographically, where are so these natives from? Like, what was, is? Yeah. I... So it was obvious that some of the plot was like conceived much later than right. the first plot was. Conce- right. You know, like yeah. it later. Oh, oh. Okay. Some executive. So we're just some guy make from this PR go, came in and said, "Steve, we got to add this in real quick." Yeah, we got we got to put a black guy in there yeah. just in case. You know, I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna say it right. right. Like it, it just I yeah. loved his character. Oh, for sure. I have nothing against any no, of it, no, no, but no, I just no, feel no. like it was it was not very believable right. that mom came from this tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have made more sense if they just said she was an orphan and they took her in. That would have sure. made much more sense, yeah. Uh, yeah. or yeah. or whatever. Um, but. But like what? And well, that's I mean that's the that's the plot of the third one is that it <laughs> yeah. <goes> out. <laughs> and see, so I, they just kept adding like, yeah. oh, by the way, this and oh, oh, we'll just pretend this has been like this yeah. the whole time and et cetera, et cetera. And they, it was like they were trying to redeem Anna and Elsa's parents as well, a, a little mm. bit as well. Like, let's be honest, in the first film, like bad parenting, like it was. It was not a good situation, the, what right. they did to Elsa, what they did to the girls, separating right. them like that, um, yeah. and forcing Elsa to hide and, and all of that. Like, that was that was really bad. Like, let's, let's talk let's about that. Let's call a spade a spade. Let's say, hey, you guys made some bad parenting choices. Uh, <laughs> and so they were trying to, like, right. make them look better by, like, oh, they're so there cute. There was a reason they, for... They tell yeah. stories and they, you know, yeah. whatever. But I don't know. I, I'm not saying we should hate the parents forever, but no. it just seemed like... It was added on. Everything mm-hmm. was just tacked on, like, right. uh, it, and none of it, it uh, is cohesive, and none of it makes sense in the whole arc of the story of both films. It it does feel like a lot of stuff is forced, and that's what I walked out of the theater with. Um, specifically, like the whole purpose of the movie, or its point was Elsa always had and has a purpose, right? And these two sisters make bookends that mirror each other like one in Mm. each kingdom and i i just didn't feel like anything i just said was a natural fit like everything was forced Mm -hmm. it was kind of like a a circle into a square it was just kind of being rammed together and i think maybe no maybe we're the only three that felt that way but i feel that that's just i don't think so i i I think it tried it tried everyone loved this movie but us 
Well, no, I did love it. Like, I'm saying all this, all these beefs, but I did love it. I right. did. I would. I would maybe not pay to see it again, sure. but I would see it again. Like, and and I enjoyed seeing it, it as was, well. It was a gorgeous movie. It, yes. The, I will say I loved the music. I I love Kristen Bell. I love Idina Menzel. Uh, oh yeah. You know, not all of that. Yeah. I think they tried. Uh, I mean, okay. So Anna's song. Um, I don't know what it's called. Do the next right thing or something. Right. The one where she thinks Elsa is gone forever. Um, oh, whoa. yeah. I forget what. What a moment right, and she's that got was. Like she's she's deciding. Okay, right. I gotta I gotta tear the dam down. I gotta. I, well, mm. no, it's not that. It's oh. her dealing with her grief. It's oh, her sure. realizing Elsa's gone, hmm. and trying to live with that. And I think it did a great job. I, I was surprised how dark it was. At, for a kid's mm. movie, hmm. usually we sidestep that. Like, I don't feel like we've had a really sad dwell in this moment like that since The Lion King, since Mufasa died. Like, hmm. that right. was dark. Right. Oh, yeah. And I think it was good. I think kids need to know about grief and how to handle it. Like, she says at some point, like, by the way, I've been listening to the soundtrack, so I'm a little more familiar with the songs. You're a little more well-versed. Uh, so I, I, there's a line in that song that's like, um, I can't think too far ahead. Okay. I can't deal with that. Yeah. I can just focus on the next breath mm. and the next step and do the next right thing. So I like, I love that. Right. One love step at everything a time. about that. Yeah. I think that's an excellent um thing for kids to see and mm. to know about um it yeah. was part of yeah. the movie's saving grace for me uh just that like i was uncomfortable in that moment sitting in the theater going like i don't mm. like this is a lot uh but right. i love it so that was really good but then it didn't stick elsa <laughs> didn't actually die uh, which I'm not sure no. I'm upset that she didn't die. Like, I definitely didn't want her to. I, I, sure. I guess I expected her to come back the same way that yeah, I think Anna killing did her in the first film. Too mm-hmm. dark. But I do think the whole Arendelle not going down, uh, mm, the fact that, that she shouldn't it. have oh, happened. I right. think if, if you want to talk about sacrifice or writing past wrongs, mm-hmm. um, Anna had decided Arendelle's going down. We right. gotta we gotta tear this dam down and right. and that's that's the natural consequence. But every mm. everybody's gonna be okay. But we're gonna lose our kingdom. But then we didn't. Right. Actually. So we get get everybody so, out safe. So evacuate like, everybody. Right. But, and philosophically, that's a really good point. Like I was like that. It's not sacrifice. No. We we saved Arendelle. No. And everything's fine. Like yeah. no, I think it would have been better if Arendelle had gone down. If there, like a price paid for yeah. past wrong yeah i think the tidal wave should have wiped it out and we should have had to start over i mean l- from not a story perspective i don't understand the science of it but just because she saved it from the initial tidal wave but wouldn't there be an uh, adjustment to the water table and the water levels that eventually do, flooding that, and farming <laughs> and no, I, I, think, think... I think irrigation would be just like maybe thrown off kilter like maybe there will be a price to pay when like the next potato famine happens because just the water levels are just off the charts yeah. now because the dam's open no i think it, it's okay because it was such a giant okay fjord well, I, I know either like, yeah look, i mean either way they're scientifically entering a speaking we I, were stopping a tidal wave yeah. i mean when when a real tidal wave happens that's what's the destruction it's right. not that the sea was suddenly bigger for right. a minute like sure. it was something caused a wave and yeah. the wave took out the city or right. whatever but yeah. but i i yeah. do like i feel like 
the fact that Arendelle's okay. Right. Um, I like, don't know. no real, I, it, yeah. Like, what, what? What do you guys think of... What do you guys think about the fact that Elsa ends up staying, like she departs from the kingdom um, right. and decides she's going to stay up north and um, That felt a little strange. It, it felt a little strange, but I do think it was right that Anna mm. ended up queen. Because okay. I never okay. felt but, like Elsa but, was the right queen. No, no. Mm. And, but I think, I think they could have done that and Elsa could have still stayed in Arendelle. But I think she was the queen Gotham deserved. <laughs> oh no sorry sorry my notes are mixed up no i'm, I'm in agreement with wow. you guys <laughs> okay uh it just, i don't it, know I, her I don't know. staying like her out being, there her being up north with the with the the water spirit horse thing and stuff it was and this this is another unpopular opinion it's it's the same reason i don't really like the end of how to train your dragon i like the movie how to train your dragon but by the time the end of how to train your dragon comes um the whole world the fact that we've now just got all these dragons that we ride and they're our buddies and everything's it it was so it was it was too fantastical of a world like it 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 didn't feel grounded in reality enough anymore um mm. which you know i think the all first right, so one you're again, just talking even, about the first film no the this uh, uh, the first dragon. how to train your dragon yeah. But but I think the first How to Train Your Dragon is 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 the ending of it. Well, I don't like this the sequels because again it's it's this world where now it's too you know like in How to Train Your Dragon. Okay, I can I can believe the fact that we live in a Viking world where there's dragons. That's cool. Whatever. Um, and the natural the thing that makes sense is you know the dragons are like they're a real issue. They're a pest problem. Uh, but then by the, by the end of it, you know, like I had no problem with, you know, okay, now we get along with the dragons, but the fact that it was like, okay, now everybody's got a dragon, like dragons are the new Tesla and everyone's got one and it's this cool kind of, you know, and so I don't know why, but the end of this, of the end of the second frozen just had that same feeling to me, this feeling of the fact that now she's living up North and she's got this water spirit horse thing sort of at her beck and call and she rides it like this crazy icy water stallion thing like it it just to me felt like i'm 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 not interested in anywhere that you could possibly take this i don't no. want to hear yeah. any you know like i i didn't i didn't need a sequel to frozen True. but i had no problem like in the world that you had set up I had no problem hearing more stories from that world. Sure. Now with the world that you've set up at the end of Frozen 2, I'm really not interested. Like right. it, 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 it's not, you know, it feels too, well, she'll, you know, whatever problem arises, well, she'll just ride in on her horse. Well, she'll mm-hmm. just use her horse to get away. Like now she's, a she's you know, the spirit of all spirits. So it's like, you know, um, it's 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 yeah i don't know it's just too fantastical now it's too out there and too over the top and not grounded enough in some sort of sense of reality um that that you know keeps it keeps the film relatable i guess i don't know i mean did we just ignore the whole trolls thing in the first movie and (laughs) and, you know like this this story is full of magic Mm -hmm. i just think that 
in the first film, everybody else was normal and she was the only magic person. Right. So even though she's still technically the only magical person, at least she's in a place where people understand her more. Right. I, I, I just, it does seem odd that she stayed behind, but in some ways it doesn't because yeah. she didn't really belong in Arendelle. Like, yeah. like she tried to leave the first time um, and Anna just dragged her back. Like it yeah. wasn't like she Kicking was necessarily reluctant. Yeah. Um, I mean, but she, okay, she I, wasn't I guess... really. She was like, "I'm good now. I can be who I am here." Mm. And she was all alone. That's just sad. Like, it's yeah. nicer yeah. that she's not alone now, and right. she, she's with people that uh, can. I don't know that that are aware of her magic, and I mean, I guess Arendelle in the end was aware of her magic, but mm-hmm. I don't know. There's there's something yeah. to be said for being around people that get you, I guess. And for sure, so, I, I guess yeah. I can get behind yeah. that. But then fundamentally, okay, if that's if that's the story, if we've put her in a place where she's now understood and everyone's happy, then that's it. I'm done. I don't want any more. Right. Like right. If, if that's right. how you're going to end this, then that needs to end because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's wonderful that she's in a place where she's worry-free, but that moving forward, that's super boring. Well, right? cuz there's like, no like, way she wasn't worry-free even after even after she uh, even after she got powers. back, mm. she was still yeah, she was still a fish out of water. Definitely she was still, still holding back. Sure. Uh, yeah. and and aware that she was so different from everyone else. Well, like, so we I'm, see I'm in the sure beginning she where she afraid. puts her yeah, she's she's got her hands on the balcony, and 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 the guy that works at the kingdom startles her, and she like, you know, she freezes <laughs> like, her hands to the freezes yeah. her balcony. hands to the balcony, right? So she's she, like, and she's she like, still oh, I'm struggling. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's which nice. which again made made it kind of like when the film started. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, this is this is familiar. I want to see, I want to see, uh, you know, Elsa in this environment that doesn't really. Um, nurture her and doesn't really take care of her in all the ways that she needs it to um, because that's interesting that's you know I, I want to see that that's fascinating storytelling um, but yeah as soon as you take her and you stick her in this thing where okay everything's okay now that I'm like okay that's cute it's a fun ending but mm-hmm. but that's what it needs to be it needs to be an ending like I'm done I don't, I, I don't want anything else then Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean yeah. the first film was strong in the in the relationship between the sisters, and Hans being the villain just sort of it was a nice way to tie it all together in the end. It mm. was a nice way to be like, yep. here's a moment for the girls to prove their love for each other mm-hmm. and defeat this bad guy. We right. didn't have a villain in this movie. Right, we had no villain. I mean, Grandpa mm-hmm. was kind of a villain, I guess. but not a present villain. And he was just the villain from the past yeah. who did this he bad just thing, screwed and now we up. have to yeah, fix it. Right. It would have been nice, honestly, if he'd still been alive yeah. and had been kind of, you know, plotting something. Like, I don't get what I don't get the damn thing. Am I the only one? It, turn, What's it turns with the out dam? he's still. It's well, so the the, so dam, the dam is supposed was a to. Ruse. But, yeah, but why? But it like, was a ruse does... to like cut off, cut off their the water resources. To... Yeah, no, like it no, no, no. It was them. it was a ruse to cut them off because he didn't like their connection. He he was made uncomfortable by their connection to but magic. But how like that, does he... it cut them off? I have no idea. That's not important. that's my problem. Right. What did yeah. the dam give the bad guy? Yeah, he spent all this money to build this giant thing, and what did it get him? It, get, yeah. it got him some kind of weird power over them or something. Like they, they're if now someone who, if to If someone who saw the movie stamp. 
I, if uh, someone who saw the movie's got a better idea uh, of, of this whole damn thing, let us know. Like, comment and and <laughs> yeah. tell us. Reach out to us because yeah, it, I, it I was we're a little lost. It was weak. Yeah, the damn thing. Yeah. I I don't get it. I think so. it influenced the water table. So eventually, like the water levels were different, and then eventually there was a bit of a famine. And it kind of came full circle at the end when right. the dam was broken and uh, Arendelle's crops were... Yeah, I'm just reaching it. Here. Man, Water you are so memory. small town. <laughs> what? <laughs> you are so rural Ontario. Well, you know, and then the irrigation. <laughs> Have you? It's good. No, I like so it. It's I, good. I, I irrigation know. plays an important part of history. I mean, look at the I'm Netherlands in World War II when the dams were broken in the liberation. I mean... It's it's water is life, man. Yeah. This is, yeah. Well, that's I um, guess at okay. So back to it. I feel like at one point they said that the water was hurting the village, but I don't remember how. Uh, yeah, the dam, the dam was hurting the village somehow. Yeah. But I, I don't remember how. Don't remember. They, right, like it's forgettable it. plot lines that feel so forced and thrown in. Oh that yeah. You're like, wait, what's happening? Like, yeah. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't eventually, you just start filing facts away, and you're like, oh well, this is fact number twenty-seven. Will is it, it important? important? I'm not sure. Yeah, who knows? We'll see if I remember it yeah. by the end. Yeah. 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 So, there was, there was so a bunch of things bad. that felt shoehorned in, like the, the whole bunch, iguana yeah. thing. Like mm. the iguana the, thing was completely I mean, unnecessary. Was like, like the fire iguana? Salamander thing or whatever. Yeah. He was cute, but like what that, purpose yeah, but, did he but, Oh, no. <laughs> to yeah. what purpose? He Why? reminded who me of the, of the chameleon entangled. Right. Yes. Um. And and as soon as he showed up, I thought, okay, this, he's going to be a new, like he's going to be another Olaf, or he's going to be. He played such a small, insignificant, who cares role. Like literally, my note when I ended, saw the movie: Why did this lizard need to exist in this story? Yeah, like the movie <laughs> ended, and it was one of the things I was confused about. I'm like, okay, so, so wait, we what have with a the lizard? fire salamander? Mm-hmm. Like, it would yeah, make more like, sense if the spirits were just spirits. And and again, we thought it just... was another plot point, kind of igniting, no pun intended. When this forest fire is happening and you're going, where is this going? And then it was literally nothing, no purpose. And this fiery, it was actually this fiery lizard, after all. Yeah, and it literally had no and purpose. What the lizard's mad? Yeah. I, Why is the lizard uh, mad? Like I'm just two, like, what's with the lizard? He's cute. That's screen time that we didn't need to view. That's right. And I and I feel like, at first, uh, at first it really captured my attention. This idea of these spirits, this like mm. wind and fire. Uh, I was like, oh, sure. I like this. Like let's 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 dive into this. Let's find out what this is about. And then yeah, it turned out to be a lizard or or like. Is the water spirit actually a horse, or was that just Elsa's powers Who knows? taming Ooh, it? Like I, yeah, I, I just know. don't get it. Yeah. So I, don't I even, feel I think like Bob Iger says it, it doesn't know. He's it like, could have, <laughs> it could have had so much more. Like it could have been more. Like I don't know if you remember Brave, oh, where yeah, they were like sure. the Willow, the Will o' the Wisps, or whatever. Mm. Like it was this. They were these mysterious things, mm. and they never really had much of a purpose other right. than to lead merida to her fate sure. uh, or whatever yeah. um yeah they didn't need an explanation mm. like we don't have to explain the fire by saying oh it's a lizard right uh we can just say it's fire it's just a fire spirit mm-hmm. i believe that sure. i would believe oh it's a fire spirit it's yeah. mad because these tribes yeah. are fighting yeah. uh so it's mad and it so, wants it wants peace, so it's sure. gonna it's gonna be mad uh, and that's it. But yeah. I don't know. So a question a question that I have that either paints it's either a plot hole or it paints mom and dad 
like assholes um, <laughs> or both. So like okay. our, there's no in between. <laughs> yeah. So I, well, so our assumption is, uh, or, or, or our understanding is the forest has been, um, on misty lockdown for 20 years, right? Sure. Yeah. That's kind of the, yeah. Yep. And, uh, mom and dad have known about this the whole damn time. And what haven't cared, haven't, you know, like, so for the rest of their life, they don't really do anything about it. And then they die, but they've died quite a while ago. And then mom waits until now to reach out to Elsa and say, hey, you know what? Maybe there's some wrongs that need to be righted. Like, why? Mm. Why did 20 years pass before anything was done about this? And and. And furthermore, like, I get that mom and dad were headed to that, like, they were, they were going to try to get to the river to seek some answers or something. I don't know. I'm still kind of confused about where memories or something. The memory river, because you'll drown in this universe. Memory is stored in water. Water holds memories. So you're saying they knew. They didn't know. Did they not? How did they not know? Well, the whole, I thought the whole thing with with the forest and the disagreement was we don't know who attacked first. Um, no, so but they like, know that they're trapped in the, in the fault, like that there's people trapped there. I don't, mm-hmm. did they know that? Um, well, they must. No. Otherwise, why is uh, mom gone? Well, like, why did, if, if this is mom's home people, <laughs> yeah. Why has she never crew. gone back That's to a... visit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Surely she knows her home is on lockdown. Yeah, I'm not sure. And like, did she tell her husband after he told the girls the story? Mm. Who d- yeah, or right? Who knows? Did she not ever tell him? Right. There was one clip where she said, "I need to tell you about my past." Right. And then he was like, yeah. "Okay, cool. I'm I'm here for that." Yeah. And then they just I d- failed to tell the girls. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I did like. I did like that mom's song that she's singing them to them as a child. Like, and, but she, she, ab- she absolutely did know because as a kid, as, as their kids, she's like singing this song to them, which is a song that they sure as shit better remember because it's like the key to all of this. Like I, I understand that you're small children right now and this seems like an insignificant yeah. song, but literally a hundred people's lives depend mm. on this song. And I can't write this so, down, yeah. I am 100% wanting to learn it so that I can sing it to my kids as a lullaby because I love it. That's so that are, so are you joking so that someday. No, I'm not joking. Oh, okay. Cool. Not joking at all. I like it. It's like a it's like a bedtime. It's a lullaby. It's a nice lullaby, but I mean there's that one line that's like, you know, don't go too far or you'll be drowned. Right. <laughs> but you know, lullabies yeah, are a little dark, so a little dark. Fine. Can <laughs> I say so everything in this movie was just like I think the same thing we come back to is everything was forced like every aspect of this was forced too much was just squeezed in what i momentarily and just obviously it didn't turn out that way and pretty soon it was clear this wasn't the case but just it's a magical universe so there's certain things that are possible Mm -hmm. and there was obviously something going on with this mist and those people being trapped in there and who knows if time is experienced in the same way that everyone else experiences time in this mist part of me hoped and i realized it wasn't a realistic possibility but 
part of me hoped there was a bit of back to the future going on here when we were wondering who saved Elsa's dad and it might and it could have been Elsa. Oh, yeah. And I think that would have been far more interesting than anything we watched. Huh. Yeah. And also there were people in the trailer that did not appear in the film. Oh, really? I don't know if I watched the trailer that closely. So it was hard to catch. But I remember back when the trailer came out being like, oh, who are these characters? Oh. Um, So I guess it was supposed to be mom and dad as young kids. But they cut that. But it's also, it doesn't fit with the story. Because in in the story that they told, they said Mm -hmm. that dad was unconscious and right. got saved by mom and right. he never knew who right but in the trailer it looked like they were interacting with each other or it looked like oh you know the wind spirit yeah. was lifting her up hmm. but there was a little boy sure it was it was quick though okay. it was a very quick okay flash of something and we it wasn't anna because right. people were like is that anna because it was like brown hair um but it was like a girl wearing like a sort of green outfit and then being blown up into the air by a hmm. wind spirit i guess um, okay yeah and there was a little blonde boy oh. so they never showed any of that in the film and yeah. i wonder what the original like what part of the story they cut out there or what part of telling of the story they cut out because i'm like hmm. wait where where was that part yeah so uh, I guess I was expecting a couple more new characters there. I was like, after watching the trailer, I thought, oh, we're going to go into the forest and we're going to meet more magical people. Mm. That's what I thought. I thought the sure. girl maybe had powers or, or something. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It was totally not at all what I Expected. thought it would be. Yeah. Um, but all of this disappointment aside, I do think it was saved by, like I said, Anna's song. Mm. Um just such a good song it was so good and i i've been listening to it Hmm. over and over because it it's got such a great um underlying Mm. message right um this hurts a lot Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i can handle it but i'm gonna just move forward on as best i can um so that was great and then of course idina menzel is just a freaking goddess of of music and just <laughs> kills yeah. it every time. So yeah. her songs were were amazing too. And like Olaf's little song, that was that was yes. for us. Like yeah. that was like everything yeah. makes sense when you're older. Like mm-hmm. nope, it, it doesn't at that all. Was, so yeah, that was that was a fun. That song. was good. That was a really fun song. I definitely chuckled at the end of that. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I, <laughs> I don't feel that way. I'm I'm older and not everything makes sense. So not at all. That was cute. So I don't know. It had it had some great moments. And mm-hmm. overall, again, it visually stunning, absolutely oh, yeah. beautiful. Oh yeah. The first film was very much like blue and white because it was just snow right. everywhere. Yep. This was those rich autumn colors and you know those visuals that you described, Brady. Mm. Um, yeah, they they took it, which was surprising when you said it was the same budget. I was surprised by that because I was like, hmm. this film was spectacular compared to the first one. So hmm. yeah. All in all, yeah. and a movie that was enjoyable. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's not a Terminator situation where the first one was okay and the second one was amazing. Right. So, right. <laughs> like, okay. okay, Emily, so scale of one to ten, where do you put the first Frozen and then subsequently where do you put the second? So I I think I put the first one at like an eight. Mm. I loved wow. the first okay. film. Cool. This one is maybe a six. Sure. Ooh, that's, that's quite a bit lower. 
Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's good. I'm definitely past the median, <laughs> but like I'm not amped about it. Right. So yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Um, and Pete, uh, same question for you, but but I'm I'm gonna make a prediction. Okay. Um, about you. Okay. I'm going to say that the, f- the first one you'd probably put at, you know, a 6.8. Um, <laughs> oh, we're say allowed to use just, points? Just, yeah. Just, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> why just, not? And, 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 and just, because, just because I know the way that, that you're, well, I don't know. Nobody knows the way Nobody that your knows. scoring system works. Mm. I, I'm going to say that um, <laughs> you're going to put the second one at a 9.5, but you didn't really like it. Um, <laughs> as much as the first one or really at all so that's oh so pete's uh, scale doesn't make any sense to you his so scale makes no sense it makes okay. it's perfect pete, what's he's your... like he's <laughs> like uh you know i'm gonna give it a 3.5 but i really enjoyed it i thought it was like, what? it and is flawed at times <laughs> i will say that um so i gave frozen 2 a 6.1 out of 10 so okay. um so you liked it more than emily well supposedly. i didn't know uh, points were all things hard, being yeah. equal um <laughs> just just to yeah anyway uh you're putting me on the spot so i haven't actually had a chance to run frozen one through my scale but i'd probably put it okay. at like a seven okay yeah. so yeah definitely definitely better yeah. all right yeah. cool how about you brady cool uh i would put the first frozen probably at a seven um okay. i like it i think there's um I won't say, I mean, all film subjective. So I'm not going to say there's better sure. Disney movies. I'm going to say there's Disney movies I like more. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, that fair. I would sca- score higher. Um, but it's it, But it's good. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I would put the second one um, definitely lower. I would put it probably at a 5.5. Um, oh, well. Okay. I, I just don't think it's... Um, you know, I, 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 it's, it's, it was always going to be a really tough task for it to live up to the first mm-hmm. one. Um, oh, for sure. But I, 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 not only do I not feel like it didn't live up to the first one, I feel like it, it, it approached it completely wrong. Like I feel like it was not, it wasn't even. It wasn't even in the right headspace um, in order to to accomplish it. It wasn't like, oh yeah, that's a great idea, but they just didn't um, they just didn't achieve it properly. Like they just didn't do a good job of of you know making that that idea come to to reality. Um, it was a it was a, a pretty sketchy idea. Um, that you know what they didn't do a bad job considering what the plot of the film is but it's just not a good plot so yeah overall i was super disappointed by the second frozen but you know what i'm uh, i'm gonna let it go so that's um ha 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 so mm. anyways uh all of that being said um yes. do you have you, you it's so it's it's tradition here emily you have to uh you have to give a shout out to somebody oh, wait, who you love near and dear there's, there's trivia what? brady brady oh my god you have trivia i sure do okay i didn't don't know let sometimes that go. you don't have do well sometimes sometimes trivia. you don't have trivia for that's like true. the new movie the new one so, yeah that's fair yeah okay i do have uh so well, just for those who can't see i'm handing emily a notepad keep a these, this in Nobody front of your it. eyes because okay. I'm bringing the questions with the answers up okay. on my laptop. Fair so enough. Fair enough. I yeah. Uh, You're blinding so, her. Samantha. Yep. 
<laughs> Essentially, I don't trust her. That's uh, we have pepper spray for. Ne- never mind. Yeah. Just go ahead. I mean, is that you, Samantha? There's some people you just ne- would never trust in your home, <laughs> and Emily is one of them. I can't see. Uh, okay. Okay. So we got? Uh, just two things I want to say first that aren't even questions. I just have to say because you can't answer ask them in a question form. In a flashback, okay. Prince Egnar says he's reading a book by some new Danish author. This is probably an allusion to Hans Christian Andersen, or a reference to Hans Christian Andersen, whose fairy tale, The Snow Queen, the Snow Queen. inspired yeah. the plot of the original film. Interesting. And I think that's cool. Oh, cool. Uh, one more little tidbit. Walt Disney's 61st animation film. Wow. And wow. the last of the 2010s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the decade's over. Which is alarming in itself. I've officially, yeah, let's, like, let's... in, 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 <laughs> like, 25, 26 days, I will officially have lived during four separate decades. Oh, yeah, and sad. also, I graduated college in 2010, so that's... Alarming. Um, Yeah, alarming. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good word. Yes. <laughs> what year? <gasps> what year? You were born in 89, right, Emily? 88. 88 so, so I, you will have lived through five separate decades in in wow. a couple of days thank you for that that's yeah. great wow that's that's hmm. mind-blowing it's really not not i'm not an 80s kid though like, no 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 i'm, I'm not, not saying you are but you've but been you were alive during five sure i was years. alive but it's two years. Like. This this trivia sure went sideways really quickly. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. No, no. Sorry. Just it, this exist, it's an, it's existential. Are, do you have now. questions yeah. too? I want to yeah. smash Brady. There are three questions. Ooh, in Disney. May the odds okay. be ever in your favor. Okay. All right. All right. True or false nature. Here we go. This is the first theatrical sequel to a Disney animated princess movie. True or false? Theatrical. So the first to come out in the theater. Yes. Huh. Do you, so how are we, how are we doing this? Do we do we each like lock in an answer or what? Like yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, you both get to lock it in to like yeah, it's not um, just first come first serve. So this is the f- first Disney princess movie that I've ever seen in the theater, mm. um, minus like if we're counting Star Wars now. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say true. Okay. Is it true or false? I'm yeah. saying true. True or false? Okay. Emily. Yeah, I uh, I think it's true as well. That I mean, can't think of another mm-hmm. Disney movie that came out in the theater. Uh, there's yeah, tons not of one sequels. I love them. Not by one the way, that's made it I would to love it. to talk yeah. about that sometime. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the obscure sequels to all the Disney movies. Right. Um, but yeah, I think shout it's out to Pocahontas two, probably the worst movie ever made. Oh my gosh! Well, oh. just last last week, I just watched the second Aladdin, which Tar- was right. not Tarzan and as bad. good <laughs> as the first. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Hmm. Little anyway. Mermaid two though, so legendary film. <laughs> I love that one. Okay, so continue. Yeah, so what is it the, true sorry, or false? you're both correct. It's true. Okay. Okay. Yep. Second question. This is a little complicated, but true or false? Anna is the only. Disney princess shown to have been proposed to and or and accepting and being bar- like accepting a proposal on screen. So oh. she's been proposed to and accepted a proposed to a pro- uh, like being proposed to true or false. 
Did that, did that make well, sense today? Botch that. Yeah, yeah so, I'm trying, so I'm trying to think. You mean who in else? all other Disney movies, it's just assumed that, that we want yes. to be together? Yes. Like, has anyone, ever after. has any princess ever been proposed to and said yes? I think you're it right. Was, I think that's true. It was, it was jarring to me when. Wait, it, it, it was jarring to me when Kristoff displayed, like, presented a ring. I don't know mm. why, but in that moment, I was like, oh, whoa. Like this is this is a proposal with a ring. I yeah. you never see that in right. animation. Um, I'm just trying to think, um, like who gets who gets. I guess like most Disney princesses get married. Snow yes. White got married, but the yeah. proposal was a hey, I'll bring you back to life. What do right. you say? She um, was actually asleep, so she didn't really consent, right? Okay. Right, Aurora. <laughs> it's same thing with Aurora. Let's talk right? about that. Yeah, no, let's not. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just give us our answer, Brady. Yeah. Same. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't. Just, yeah, just um, go Brady. True or false? True or false? Elsa, do, do, do. I'm gonna say true. I can only I can only think of one other proposal. Okay. Um. I think that I think there's a proposal in Beauty and the Beast, but I'm pretty sure. No. Mm. It's like Gaston mm-hmm. proposes to Belle, but Belle says, screw you. Hell no. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think it's the only accepted proposal. That was the sure. question, right? The only yep. accepted proposal? Yeah. Being proposed to true. and accepted. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to say true. True. What about you, Emily? I, I think yeah. it's true. Yeah. Uh, so it, not only is it true, but it happens in both movies. So it's happened twice. Yeah. Happens with Hans. Hans. Happens with Kristoff. Um, yeah, Belle denies Gaston. Uh, there are certain movies where people end the movie without being proposed to. So Snow White was never proposed to. Pocahontas was never proposed to. There's a whole list. Well, we usually just skip the proposal and go straight it, to the wedding. Exactly. And th- that's the next. So all these people were married at the end of their appearance without showing being proposed to. So Cinderella, yeah. Rapunzel, etc. Yeah, Anna's got a track record of saying, I think maybe she's got like some emotional dependencies that are, <laughs> you know. Okay. What's that? You've shown interest in me? Yeah, I'll marry you. I'll marry you. Hey, Kate, Brady, honestly, if you've spent your entire life in a castle and your own sister won't even reciprocate your attention, I think you're going to have some issues. I agree. I mean, and also oh, with totally. parents like that. And you're going to have debt. Yeah, let's not. That's another podcast. And also, yeah. I feel like as far as medieval time Norway women go, <laughs> Anna's a, she's a looker. Like, that's, she's a catch. <laughs> You've just offended all my Norwegian friends. <laughs> all all of the all of the seven hundred year old Norwegian friends. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll just say whoever whoever's idea was to cast Kristen Bell as a Disney princess. Right. That's a ge- that's a genius right. idea. Right. I don't know yeah. why it wasn't done forever ago, but yeah, I love that's it. true. Okay. Final tie breaking question. Uh, it's going to re- require you guys to flex some muscle here. So Brady alluded to this earlier. This opened domestically. With 130 million opening weekend, domestically, this is the third highest opening for an animated film. Domestically, okay, not worldwide, but domestically. What were the two highest openings for animated films? So this was third domestically. What were one and two for the record holders? And Mm. they're within the last five years. I'll give you guys that. Within the last five years. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, animated Disney. Wait. I didn't say Disney. I said years. animated. Just animated. Yeah. Okay. In the last five years. Yep. Which two had higher openings? 
Yes, domestically. Yeah. Domestically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily, you give your answers. I'm... <laughs> Well, I, uh, maybe I need a minute. <laughs> okay. I need a minute. Well, well, I also, need a you minute. You want to know what I think? Because I'm the Disney no, 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 no. Like, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say The Incredibles two, because that was such a highly anticipated. We all needed to see it. Movie. So you're saying it had an incredible opening? I do. I do think it. You okay. Know, uh, all right. I think it did. Um. Other animated films that have I come out in the last I think Toy Story 3 years. is probably up there. Was Toy Story 3 within five years, Ooh. though? 2010. Okay. 2010. Oh, yeah. my goodness. No way. Mm. Really? But I think, yeah. But oh, no, you're Toy right. Story, yeah. But okay. Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, just come out. Uh, gosh, I'm I don't say, know. What about uh, Moana, too? Oh, that's within Moana the last five. Moana? Yeah. I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to say um, Finding Dory, and I'm going to say that for the same reason I said The Incredibles too. I just sure. think it was it was one of those sequels that we had waited years, a right. decade for, right. and we were, you know, um, I know those are both also Disney films, but I just I feel like the only animated films that I really mm. see anymore are Disney films. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So those are my. I I mean, there's other ones that like Baby Boss and stuff like sure. that came out. I sure. I haven't seen I them. Yeah. Yeah. Neither have I. Yeah. It, it's it, I I would be surprised if anything but Disney is on this list. So let's yeah. just yeah. But what would you say, let's Emily? Just agree right now that it's all Disney. I I don't know. I think I guess I'm agreeing with Brady. I do think Toy Story Four is probably up there. Okay. Uh, and yeah, Finding Dory. Like hmm. because we'd waited so long yeah. for Finding Dory, and we oh, waited yeah. a okay, long so... time for The Incredibles too as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Which two will you lock in? Would I lock in? Yeah, for your final yeah, I'm, answer. I'm, 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 I'm picking in Dory and the Incredibles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll agree there. I, I, I just don't know. Yeah, okay. I think it's a toss-up between that and Toy Story 4. Yeah. And so okay. for the tiebreaker that can't possibly break a tie, what do we got, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both right. Uh, finding Dory was... Uh, Number two and Incredibles two was number one. Yeah, wow, the yeah. number one animated wow. opening in the last. I'm so sur- I'm mm-hmm. I am kind of shocked um, that uh, I loved Incredibles two by the way, so good. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I loved everything kind, about that I'm movie. Kind of sh- <laughs> I'm kind <laughs> so of shocked good. that Toy Story four didn't crack the top three. In that. I think because everyone mm. was like, seriously, another one? We yeah. ended it yeah, so well. Yeah. That's that was what I thought. Yeah. I was like, I don't really yeah. have any desire to see this, and I didn't. Yeah, I I saw yeah. it after afterwards. Right. Um. Right. So, like, whatever. Yeah. I was kind of like, meh. We don't need another one. <laughs> you know what we need well, another can... of though. Another what? Frozen. No. No. <laughs> no. But we will another get one. Emily shout out. Oh yes, I, Emily. We need a shout out. Last time, so that. last time you shouted out your sister. Oh yes, you shot her, you shot her out. Her name was Neo. <laughs> no. Oh no, Morpheus. No. Similar. <laughs> oh, no. Close. Close. Oracle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I put this down now, or are we? Oh yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, you can put down that. Hold, is she still <laughs> just holding paper over her? So, I was like she was. She didn't know up. where she was. It was a little weird. Samantha? Yeah. yeah um, sorry. I keep on doing that because I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll shout out my husband, Aaron Mater. Oh, Aaron. Who I don't think has ever listened to this. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. Which? I respect that. 
Can I just wait? You respect Look, I'll what? Be honest, you respect okay. the shout out or the fact that he hasn't listened? No, I'm I'll, not sure. Let me say something here. Okay. We're friends with both of you guys, close okay. friends. Sure. I would say. Yep. So it's weird to listen to a podcast of your mm. friends talking. Right. When you can just right. call them up and talk. But, so. <laughs> but at least with the podcast, you can shut us up when you want. This is true. Like this is to the uh, modern generation podcasts. You get the social interaction of a human being, but you can control them. I will say every time we do the dishes, we listen to a podcast. Nice. But it's not yours. Oh, it's not ours. Yeah. There is. So I'm yeah. Sorry yeah. About that. That's can I, fair. Can I also say to that point, I do. <laughs> I, I, th- I think you're right. I think there's a little bit of strangeness listening sure. to your friends. Yeah. And because they're your friends, you can just call them up and chat whenever you want. Yeah, uh, sure. Neither of you have ever just called me up to chat so expectations have now been made <laughs> like okay but i don't I call mean, up anybody to just chat i chat on well Facebook. yeah but right but okay well then expectations have been placed on aaron to just phone me up at some i will be expecting at some point in the next two weeks just to chat to just aaron, to just receive just just to, yeah. which you're not but just to receive a phone call <laughs> to say hey man hi i just called to chat not because i want to but now because it's out on the internet i feel like i have to yeah um yeah <laughs> aaron hates talking on the phone though mm. it's true like he f- fundamentally he, hates it i think he'd rather like he just he gets awkward he gets weird on the phone he's not a mm-hmm. he's not good on the phone i think this podcast is great because everyone's got an insight to frozen Thanks, too and Aaron's preferences of phone communication. <laughs> like that that's, is This could be this yeah. is like a whole new you if okay, <laughs> if you want to get Aaron listening, then oh, from now on we idea? don't we dedicate a five minute segment okay. at the end of each episode mm-hmm. on on some sort of character defect of Aaron's. Of some sort <laughs> oh, of like oh. you know and this is That's what's dangerous. wrong with Aaron because of this. That's super and, and, dangerous. You know, what? No, Aaron would totally. We there was a <laughs> there was a Facebook thread several years ago where we like everyone just posted the most awful, embarrassing photo that we could find yeah, of Aaron. That was funny. Uh, and and, <laughs> I and need but to find this thread, post. but this thread had gone on for several hours and like Ooh. twenty comments before Aaron was even up, like made <laughs> aware that aware it was a thing. And I don't remember how it started, but there is some nice. gold in that it thread. It was good. I can imagine. Yeah. It was good. So, nice. anyways, thanks again to our sponsor for the episode, Tim DeArmond. Mm. Your number you. one amazing media sales. Like, if you need yes. a media sales consultant, yeah, what do you, call him. What are you shopping around for? Call, call Tim. him to chat. Yeah. Yeah. Or or check out his LinkedIn page yep. in the link below. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, no pun intended. Thank you so much for coming to listen. Mm. Uh, Aaron, and uh, <laughs> you know we're we're, we're yeah we're <laughs> we uh, we enjoy doing this. It seems like you enjoy listening, and uh, and so that's great. Nobody's you know haven't gotten any serious hate mail yet. Not um, yet. One death threat ain't bad, is what I'm you know <laughs> that's what I tell myself. So you're not alive till you've received a death threat. That's it's true. You mm-hmm. I I mean you appreciate life more when you yes. know that you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until next time, bye-bye. Bye.